It's a football podcast with Safa Dean. In fact, I'd expect the Justin Herbert lover to kick out the Dolphins and put the Chargers in at seven. Tyler Dragon. I had my own Arizona Cardinals moment. I was reading my own press clippings and you know I was feeling myself. And Josina Anderson. You have to be able to show perseverance when you're not just lit. Everything can't be when you're lit. Each week, our USA Today Sports Plus Insiders talk X's, analyze O's, and bring you behind the scenes. Exclusive, entertaining, insightful, because they know football. But what's it called? It's a football podcast. All right, guys, we made it to week 17 of the NFL season. Some of us a little bit more than others, that's for sure. Uh, but we got a couple teams that have already punched their tickets to the playoffs. Um, but guys, Tyler and Josina, let's get right to it. Um, you know, COVID-19 is definitely having having its effects um, for many teams down the stretch here at the end of the season. And, and like we saw on Monday night, um, the Dolphins beat up on the poor Saints who had about 20 COVID cases, uh, you know, more than 20 players out of that game. Um, Sean Payton was beside himself on the sidelines several times and poor Ian book, the uh, Saints starting quarterback from Notre Dame got sacked about eight times, hit a bunch other times more in his first career start thrust into the mix because of the fact that the Saints had two quarterbacks, right? You know, two quarterbacks catch COVID last week. Um, guys, I, I'm really worried about the final product that we're going to have here in the final two weeks of the season. And also, when the playoffs start, you know, if some players, you know, unfortunately get COVID and have to sit out a week or two. Yeah, I don't know why the NFL didn't postpone uh, the Monday night game. The Rams had, uh, you know, around 20 players on the COVID list and the NFL postponed uh, that game against the Seahawks a week ago. So, you know, the Saints, they were depleted on both sides of the ball. And you were, you're right, Safa, the product on the field, especially on the Saints side, showed Ian Book. He was like a lame duck quarterback out there. He was not ready at all. He looked in over his head. And I mean, I got to a point in that game where I didn't really understand why the Saints didn't kind of adopt the New England Patriots game plan uh, from a few weeks ago when they just uh, ran the ball uh, almost 100% of the time. They should have had Alvin Kamara in the backfield in wildcat formation probably the entire game and just run the football, attempt to run the football down the Dolphins' throats. It was just an ugly game. and But you have to feel sorry for the Saints because they didn't have any players out there on both sides of the ball. I mean, big up to the Dolphins uh, for winning that game. You have to, uh, you know, win the games on your schedule and go out and perform no matter what. But the Saints, they just didn't have enough players. They didn't have talent on the field, especially at that quarterback position. Ian Book, a rookie quarterback, he was in over his head and it showed. It was just an ugly, ugly performance. When you have the networks involved, you know, like ESPN and you have Monday Night Football, it's called Monday Night Football, um, you know, and not having the game when, um, you know, they would prefer it to be scheduled. I know all of those things are, you know, considerations. And 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 also when you have to move the game uh, to the network like like they did on Tuesday at five o'clock, you know, those networks have pre uh, arranged programming that they're already going to do. So I understand there's a lot of complicated things to do when this happens. And I'm sure some of those people don't appreciate the NFL just muscling in <laughs> every time that they have to, you know, go through this. So I understand that there's a lot of things and I don't want to act like we're, we're absent of, of that, those thought processes. Right. But, you know, at the same time, watching Ian book in that game last night, it just felt so one-sided. It felt, it felt unfair to a certain degree um, with playoff implications on the line. I think a week after, you know, week 15, there were several games postponed or moved to, you know, Monday night, Tuesday night. And this week, or excuse me, last week, you know, every, all the games were, you know, still on Sunday, still on Monday, still to schedule, like you said. Um, you know, Monday Night Football, it's a hard game to reschedule for the, for the league. It's their whole primetime product. Um, it's their game of the week, essentially. And when you, when you put in, you know, logistics into play with, you know, stadium workers, uh, you know, uh, security people that have to work the game, tickets, fans who, you know, 
planning their trips to travel to make this game, uh huh, things like that. You know, it's it's hard for the NFL to really turn the tide and say, hey, okay, we need to push this back or postpone or not even play a game. And then you look at the players who are healthy enough to play. You can't cancel. You can't, you know, you have to postpone instead of cancel because every game is a game check for these guys too. Um, and, and you look at the Browns, you look at the, the Saints last night. There are teams that are obviously affected by the loss of the players. There's there's teams like the Chiefs, the Chiefs who, you know, didn't have Travis Kelsey, um, but got Tyreek Hill back, you know, just in time for the game to be able to beat the Steelers as well. So With the adjusted with the adjusted uh, <clears throat> protocol, with some adjusted protocols to shortening the days of how how much longer you can be in isolation. If you test negative twice, you can be you know back at it within five days range. So um, you know this is an ever evolving thing here for the league here as we head into the final two weeks of the regular season and you know the playoffs next month, guys. It's turning into a battle of nutrition. <laughs> Instead of the best, you know, players and the best team on the field, it's who stays out of COVID protocol and obviously always the injury bug. Uh, so who stays, you know, the healthiest team is probably going to end up winning. And it, it's, it's health a shame and accountability. Yes. And accountability. You are correct. But, you know, the, the latter part of the season is being marred by COVID, unfortunately. Well, and but the accountability part is, you know, because I was just talking to a reporter last night. I won't, you know, you know, I won't say what team, but he was just going on and on about, you know, players for this team, you know, being out at bars after the game and stuff like that. And and I was, and so and then I know, you know, like even the Raiders at what, what point when. Uh, the game was going on. They were talking about how they entered in the game with against Cleveland, where they didn't have anyone on the, you know, on the COVID list at the time. And then now COVID is starting to hit them. You know, uh, I think we heard, what was it? Four players yesterday or what have you. And, um, and so, uh, you know, some of this does become about personal accountability too. Like, what are you, there are, there are people out here and not saying it's anyone's fault, but you know, there are, teams with less cases and then there are people who haven't caught it at all <laughs> and you know and part of that also is you know minding yourself and 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 how you are what sacrifices you're making some of it is you know obviously inadvertent you, you can't help I understand that too but that but that is a part of it as well uh you know personal mitigation and because they're also counting on people to uh people to self-report yeah. <laughs> their symptoms and 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 i also feel like and and i but and unfortunately science has now become sports talk <laughs> because that's where we are so now we're talking about this and 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 i and i have a big debate with people and i, I was talking to alicia about this our, our 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 boss about asymptomatic and if there's truly an asymptomatic you know what i'm saying please don't get me started so, I, so speak so speaking on the accountability that means the green bay packers the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals. Be careful, Tyler. Be careful, Tyler. Teams with the best chance of winning the Super Bowl because there ain't nothing to do with be no. Be careful, city. Tyler. Green Bay, <laughs> Buffalo, Cincinnati. Oh, the Cleveland Browns. You're Cleveland Browns. You'll no. see the four teams with a legitimate be chance. Be careful, Tyler. Because there is no, there is no club. I mean, there are. You're gonna clubs, have some lovely I mean. fans in all these cities coming after you, Tyler. <laughs> after that one, I'm just saying. Joe Burrow said it. I, if Joe Burrow said I said, I'm just keeping it. Just, yeah. Now, we're, Green Bay, Buffalo, <laughs> the Bengals, and the Browns. Those teams, those, teams. those players, they're going to stay out of trouble, stay out of COVID's way because there ain't nothing to do in those cities. They can stay there's home, probably a, chill with their family, a, go to practice, practice mm-hmm. home, practice home. There's probably a, that, that should be their schedule. They should be There's good. probably a few more we can name, but I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to name them, that's for sure. All of these things, you know, talk about and use the word asymptomatic. But I do think that there should really be a discussion about the usage of this word because I, 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 I just don't, I don't know that one is truly ever asymptomatic. <laughs> and the use of that word has become like, you know, everyone's kind of badge of "I'm okay, I'm okay." <laughs> that you, you might feel fine. But still have COVID. But you still have COVID. Yeah. And then, and that doesn't mean you know and 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 you can have problematic viruses. I'll put it that way. South of the border, 
and feel fine and not be in the hospital. Okay. 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 And so what does that have to do with anything? That has nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. No, but that's I, I, true. I this is the yeah. nature of viruses and people need to understand that. And, 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 and so, so, so because you, are you asymptomatic when you have like a couple scratches in the back of your throat, but you don't have it the rest of the day, but are you asymptomatic? You know, are you asymptomatic when you're a half a degree above with the fever, but you don't feel it? But does that mean you're asymptomatic? You know, so I'm just like, oh my gosh, I cannot. Everybody was concerned about their grandma last year and the kids and the unborn babies. Everybody was concerned about now. So all of a sudden, and the immunocompromised and all of this other stuff. And so we have now got, moved this kind of, even with sports. And I do think, and I'm not making this just about science because I do feel like, this is where sports cross pollinates. The NFL is such a huge optic for society. And so when people are looking at sports and they feel like, well, the athletes are okay, well, they're scoring touchdowns, so it must be okay. And that is not true. And, and, and we're leaning into that because money needs to be made, jobs need to be had, stories need to be covered. And so everybody is turning a blind eye to it. But here's the problem, Th and I'm not saying that they equate, but this is uh, analogous, not equal, not the same, but analogous in the sense that the conversation that the NFL had later on when it came to CTE. This is what I'm saying. People didn't want to talk about it 10 years ago. And then and then it's like, oh, when everyone they had when we had to slow down and stop caring about the business, you see what I'm saying? This is where you had the conversation. And now all of a sudden, it's like, okay, everybody, nothing to see here. Nothing to see here until we have more research about what COVID can do. And then it's like, oh, okay. And then, I mean, I was just having a conversation about this with a former player just five minutes before we got on this podcast, where he was saying, we're five years from now, 10 years from now, there are players who are going to be like, but wait a minute. And I'm be like, nah, bro. We were talking. Some of us was talking about this, and y'all kept going. <laughs> y'all kept going. Yeah, just and you're talking about. You know, we really don't know the lasting effects of what COVID can do to everybody. You know, not not even just these players. I mean, it could have lasting effects for their lungs, other parts of their bodies, um, depending on how severe or not severe that they, you know, actually have. You know, this disease right here. So it's it's a lot of things that we're gonna find out in the future that we don't know now, and it's a situation that has continued to be fluid for much of the last, you know, two years. Tyler and Josina, we've had six teams, six, punch their tickets to the playoffs after week 16. The Kansas City Chiefs are the lone AFC, uh, AFC team to don't do so on that side. But on the NFC side, the Packers, the Dallas Cowboys, the Rams, the Buccaneers, and even the reeling Arizona Cardinals punch the ticket to the playoffs after week 16. Uh, Tyler and Josina, uh, how do you see this playoff race kind of shaking down in the final two weeks? Who are some teams you like? Who are some teams in the mix that you don't like here down the stretch? Well, I 100% think that you, you know, have to uh, keep your eye on the Dallas Cowboys. Clearly, they're playing, you know, very well right now. Dak is playing uh, very well, but you know, all the teams are zero and zero once the playoffs start, uh, but got to look at, you know, their defensive play. Um, you know, the, the Colts have certainly been turning it up at the right time with the play of their uh, defense and Jonathan Taylor has been, you know, clearly uh, going off. Um, uh, obviously, you know, I mean, it, 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 I feel like this is a two part question. Like who is playing hot now, but who do you expect to, you know, take care yeah. of business in the postseason? So that's <laughs> two different things. I'll just stop there because I feel like the usuals are the usuals. You're right. Um, so in the AFC, we all, I'm going to pick the chiefs again. I don't even have to say, <laughs> I'm not even going to speak on the chiefs because we already know they're that's the best right. team, not yeah. only in the AFC, but probably the NFL. Producer Emily's timing I, is just so pristine. <laughs> I do. Because you know it's coming. We all I, know I it's coming. I do think, you know, the Miami Dolphins have the seventh seed right now. Sapa is not yes, going to like do. this. But I do not believe that they'll end the season in the playoff picture. I don't think so either, Tyler. Now, and then I also have a surprise. The, the Bengals are the uh, three seed in the AFC. I do. Something tells me. 
that Josina's Cleveland Browns are going to overtake them. The Bengals what? haven't locked down the AFC North yet. They have a huge game, which we'll touch on later this weekend against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. <laughs> and then the Bengals go to Cleveland to face the Browns. Now, if the Browns win out their next two games, they have the Steelers and the Bengals, they can win the division. So I, I the have Browns the Browns. Winning out. I have, have been the watching Browns. the Browns, Tyler. I do have the Browns winning out. I think they're talented. I think they're going to win out. Now, with that seven oh, spot, Lord, that's a whole nother that is going to be interesting. You have the Ravens right there at eight, and then you have the Chargers at nine. I think when it's all said and done in the AFC, the Chargers are going to be that seven seed, and they're going to have back in their way in the playoffs, win the next two games. So that's how I see the AFC shaking out. In the NFC, we have all of those five teams that already set, but in the wild card picture, I like the 49ers, and this might surprise people too, but I think the Philadelphia Eagles have a legitimate chance of oh, getting that last playoff <laughs> I should call, I should call Morris Chestnut right now. Probably lick, your, lick your face. I think the Philadelphia oh Eagles Jeez. have a legitimate chance. I like the way uh, Jalen Hurts is playing. That defense uh-huh. is kind of picky up. They do have to play the Dallas Cowboys again. That's going to be a tough matchup. And they will be without they, they Miles will. Sanders. But I, I, I'm, I'm kind this of feeling week. where I see from Philadelphia right now. I think whoever the uh, the seventh seed is, I think whoever the second seed in the NFC is, whether it's the Cowboys, whether it's the Rams, or whether it's the Bucks, I think that first game in the playoffs against the seventh seed is like a bye week. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, you know, you could beat the Eagles, the Vikings. I mean, who's next? The Falcons, the Saints, Washington. The rest yeah. of the NFC is really, really weak on the back end. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Tyler. I would say to your AFC points, you know, I'm not sure if the Dolphins make it. I'll, I'll say that 1,000. percent I'm uh, surprised. Wow. But, uh, I, I'd expect I'd expect the Justin Herbert lover to kick out the Dolphins and put the Chargers in at seven by you. You know, <laughs> so I expect that from you. Um, but looking at the AFC, Josina and Tyler, it, it's crazy. All of these teams have really done like a kind of flip and flop this season. Earlier this year, we saw the Bengals first in the AFC. We saw the Chargers in the top three. We saw the Ravens top this. Now it's completely flipped the other way around to where the Chiefs have come from the bottom and they're right at the top. Um, you know, a huge game over the weekend was the Bills and the Patriots last week um, <clears throat> with Josh Allen kind of restaking his claim as the best quarterback in the AFC East. Uh, the Bills kind of preventing the Patriots from winning the, the division. Hold on, Safin. I noticed one team that Tyler didn't talk about, though. Ooh, who did Tyler not talk about, Josina? Arizona. Oh, what so wait, you, you just go interrupt, you just gonna interrupt I'm just saying, you know what? I'm we okay talk- with that. I'm we okay were to, with we, that. y'all were talking about the Arizona Cardinals, and then hold on, hold on, hold on, not y'all, not y'all. And I'm not saying that you know that they don't have talent, they mm-hmm. definitely are steeped in talent, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I the reason why I'm kind of listening to this too is because they talked about. The injury with DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. And, I, and you know, there was a report out that he was going to miss the rest of the regular season. And yes. at first I, I heard, okay, he was going to miss multiple games. Yes. And then I, I, I heard that the definitive talk behind the scenes that is the, that, that he was told that it was two to four months. Okay. Now, when they, when they, uh, I'm getting to this for a reason. Now, now, obviously, what do athletes do when you have a window? You always try to beat the window. Whatever a doctor tells you, you always going to try to beat. That don't mean that's not the window. <laughs> and just because you beat it doesn't change that it was the window. So let's get that clear because I love how reporters try to replace that. But that's another, but that's another thing. <clears throat> but my point about this is, is that then the response to this is, well, I wouldn't rule out DeAndre Hopkins yet. Okay, so I've I seen that quote from Steve, huh? But, but that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the playoffs first. Let's get to the wild card, the division, and the conference first mm-hmm. before you talking about all of that stuff because you may not get there. Well, the Arizona Cardinals, they well, got the, they got their playoff first. They got their playoff No, no, but, I, but no, I'm but, just talking about in general. I didn't mean but, to the Cardinals with what I just said as far as mm-hmm. uh, making the playoffs. You know, I'm saying that I'm just that was just like a, a general point, Got but it, you right. have to get there. But, but what I'm saying is, you're seeing the importance of DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. but you're also seeing that 
uh, sometimes these things get exposed about teams and or quarterbacks. I'm not saying that about Arizona. I'm just saying this is in general comment, which, you know, I think happened with Carson Wentz too, that sometimes we find out that people are mental front runners. And then when they get into adversity, you know what I'm saying? Things get a little bit more rocky. Some people fight better in adversity. Again, this is why you got the Kobe's. You got the Jordans because it don't matter. They still, they still, they still wagging their tongue. They still giving you Mamba from first quarter to fourth quarter. Their energy doesn't waver. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Or if you're up 20 or you're down 20. And what I'm seeing is a little bit of rockiness in that mental fortitude <laughs> when, when you are now not the forerunners and you're not coming in on that magic carpet. I peeped that. You know why? Because I'm a former D1. I, I peeped that. It, or regardless, I just see it. So now you have to learn how to have that grit. Carson Wentz going, going through that. Same thing when he left Philadelphia. You got to learn to fight through that grit. Kyler Murray got to fight through that grit. She's Kyler Murray got to fight through that grit. calling out the mm-hmm. Cardinals. I'm just saying, I'm, I, in general, all, it's, not, it's not unique to the Cardinals, mm-hmm. but I am noticing it oh, about the Cardinals. Say- and, it doesn't mean that, and it doesn't mean that they can't overcome it. Mm-hmm. And it's not unique to them, but I am noticing it. So let's see first. Just, you know how you how you do through the postseason before we talk about if DeAndre Hopkins is beating that um, window or not. When Josina when Josina saying Carson, I'm thinking she's talking about Carson Palmer, Tyler. I think she's going deep. Back <laughs> oh no no, Cardinals, no 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 no! We, we talk we talk about I, Carson. Wentz. When I look at the Cardinals specifically, obviously DeAndre Hopkins is a really big loss because of the fact that he opened up the rest of the offense for everybody else for AJ Green, for Rondell 100%. Moore, for Christian Kirk. Even those running backs, James Conner and um, who's the other one, uh, Tyler? The other running back? Um, Simmons? No, no, no. That's the, that's the outside linebacker. Oh, Edmonds, yeah. Chase Edmonds. Ed- Chase, Chase Edmonds, Edmonds. Edmonds yeah. Chase mm-hmm. Edmonds, yes. DeAndre Hopkins opens the offense up for everybody else. And so when he's gone, um, A.J. Green is less effective. Christian Kirk is covered a little bit more. Rondell Moore is a little hurt, and so he can't stretch the field or open it up a little bit more for these guys. With our boy that tore his ACL, they had to find Mm -hmm. out actually how much they do rely on his blocking and other things. And and yes, you know how he helps Cooper Cup and certain things like that. It takes adjustment. The same for for Robert Woods with the Rams, like you just mentioned there, Josina. Yes, so we're seeing some teams turn it around. Where you know, like the Rams, we're seeing some teams taking steps back. You know, like the Cardinals, like the Ravens, who had to start Josh Johnson at quarterback with Tyler Huntley and Lamar Jackson both out last week. So a lot of teams They're looking to the finish with line. The wins, but Matt Stafford, I got to still, I don't know. You still, yeah, I'm really still sus about Matt Stafford too. Just because either. sometimes he comes in woke into the, and I don't mean woke in the political sense, but he mm-hmm. comes into the, to the game and he's juiced. He's ready and to go. He's, he's, he is, he is determined that he's going to be lit and on strike. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes his focus is, is just different. <laughs> and I just need him to do that every game. This, again, I go back to the Kobe's and the Jordans. They, the, these, these athletes did not change that Zen like, you know, target, like whatever. Can you, can I didn't you put LeBron in there too, please? I mean, LeBron like okay. focus. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Jordan and Kobe, but like, like LeBron ain't the second. No, best because ever. Clarence tried to get in this argument with me, and, and uh, what was it? And Chick Hernandez tried to get. We were talking about this about athlete. I, I still don't understand why they don't, why they cannot be the same person from quarter one through quarter four. And they're like, oh, they get tired. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like your <laughs> athletes are people who can literally focus for three hours and then not give up, like not let up at all. And so when I see that, I'm just like, I don't understand that because that that if I were a dude like y'all. Stafford and Tyler and y'all were NFL athletes. I, I, if I were, I would like, I would have the same the whole game. You know what I mean? Hi. So now that you two both called out the Cardinals, let, let me get a second <laughs> to every Defend yourself. All that. Defend your team. Uh-huh. No, I, 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 the Cardinals aren't Def- my team. <laughs> Look how he's I, drinking I mean, his tea I on you. He's drinking to, his tea on you. I do have to admit that they have regressed tremendously after starting off seven and zero. They've lost oh. five of eight. All and your teams it's, it's bigger than the offense, though. I mean, for them, they're currently on a three-game losing streak. Their offense has given up 30 points, uh, two of those three losses, including uh, 30 points to the lowly Detroit Lions, the Lions, their defense, rather. So the defense has not played up to par. Um, you know, Buda Baker has had some good plays. Chandler Jones has had some good plays, but they've regressed as – an entire football team. 
Um, secondly, yes, the loss of DeAndre Hopkins, that is critical. Soffit, you're correct. He opens up the offense for the receivers, for A.J. Green. He's getting guarded by a number two cornerback. Chase Edmonds gets opened up in you know those holes as a running back. Um, so overall, when I look at the Cardinals, they were reading their own press clippings. They were feeling themselves when they started off 7-0, had the best record in the NFL, and then as soon as they get punched in the mouth, on national television, rather, when they're trying to gain respect, trying to show the NFL world that they're legit, they, they have another a punch primetime national spotlight against the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. This is a game where you can prove that you are have arrived, and then they lose. And then a few weeks later, they have another primetime national spot against the Los Angeles Rams. This is an opportunity to really show the Rams that you are the big boys in the division now in the NFC West, Monday Night Football, and then they go out and lay an egg. They get punched and in the on Christmas, on Christmas, Santa Claus is watching, everybody is watching, the reindeers, whoever. Sitting in the reindeers. <laughs> and then the reindeers are you got Sat- Saturday night primetime game. <laughs> Those are long night. Don't see any reindeers. Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts just run wild and lose again. So you have three primetime mm. nationally televised games. And, they get and you're trying to get again. This is what I'm talking about mental fortitude. And then you lose. So. I, is it I'm real confidence? Is it real fortitude? Or is it based on you yeah. being a front runner? And then they're in danger of this losing is... four straight because they have to travel to Dallas this weekend mm-hmm. and take on the Cowboys, who just put a 50 piece on the Washington football team. That was the most points they have scored since 1980. So they're so in danger of losing four straight. Luckily for them, I mean, the silver lining is. They miraculously yeah, still so made the playoff. I mean, they clinched the playoff berth. They lost they in the midst the of a three-game losing streak. <laughs> they clinched the playoff berth. So if you're going to have a silver lining, at least they made the playoffs. They they can play mm-hmm. into January. But, but guess they, what? They but guess what? You have to, as an athlete, as a person, whoever, you have to be able to show perseverance when you're not just lit. Everything can't yeah. be when you're lit. You see what I'm saying? And, and we hype and we in the groove and we in the pocket. Oh my God, I we got, got the, DeAndre and we lit and we're going to come out. Playing, gonna, everything can't be when you're I know lit. The new team playing. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? Sometimes us females, we still got to come out and deliver when we're not, we not feeling right. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Okay. Sometimes you have to be doing it when life is not going straight. You know, your boyfriend is acting out. You know, your husband left you. You know what I'm saying? Your, your lights are off. Whatever. You still have to be able to persevere through life and guess what the older you get the more you realize this and so this and and it's just i've been covering the league over 15 years Mm -hmm. i see these athletes and these teams go through this and i just watch them that's why i recognize it when i'll be like oh see so now when you're not lit you see what i'm saying and now you have to do it when you know it goes back to that monday night football where i was a little bit disappointed with that body language because and i had to give ian book some credit when when he took eight sacks I didn't see that boy pouting out, and I watched him. I watched him the whole time, mm-hmm. and I didn't see him pouting out one time. What I didn't like is I didn't, I didn't, I, I wish that I still seen some more of his teammates coming at him, like you know, encouraging him, and you know what I'm saying. And that energy is like they were. I, I felt like I seen some defeated energy out there, and you, and that is not the hallmark, you know, of consistency all the time. You talk about getting over the hump. That's what it takes to get over the hump. Talking about, oh, well, this stuff always happens to us. It's true. The Saints have been on the bad end of a lot of bad stuff. But these are the type of traits that get you over the hump in life. You see what I'm saying? And these are life lessons. (laughs) I'm just trying to say. He's trying to say. <laughs> I'm just trying to say. Just Sit back hands, and watch. Been just, around a long time. If I just put hand sanitizer on, you guys can hear me snap, yo. Well, oh, <laughs> well, oh, you hear that? Life I'm lessons. just saying. But well, you said something about the Cardinals I was going to respond to, Tyler, when you went on that. The, it needs no the, response, Josina. It needs no response. Tirade, the, car- the prime time tirade. The Cardinals have been they had so three bad. prime time games and lost all of them. Like, how do you do that when you're trying to gain national respect? Like, you could not do that. Like, Tyler, on. so they're not they're not your team no more? You, you stopped claiming they're on the Cardinals? I don't have the team, Soffit. Wow. I, and, I, and look, and, and let's be clear, because we're not making fun of the Cardinals. Let's be clear, 100% on paper, they have the talent 
to do to do it all. They do. But at but at but at last, it's not just about your talent. At last, is between the what's in between your two ears, your mm. focus and your fortitude. <laughs> you know, this is this is the this is the capper right here. I cannot <laughs> wait to watch them play in Dallas this weekend. You got to go in AT and T Stadium. It's a hostile environment. Is that game prime time? They're playing really good. It's not prime time, so they oh, might they might win. have a chance. They might have a chance. <laughs> but it Tyler. is the marquee game on Fox this weekend, mm-hmm. so a lot they're going to have a lot of eyeballs. D Law, D Law's out here mm-hmm. talking about lit. Yeah, so. You know. They both clinched a playoff spot, but now they're uh, you know battling for positioning, so they're going to be mm-hmm. playing hard. So yeah, this is another big spot for the Arizona Cardinals to sh- show out, and mm-hmm. this is a perfect opponent for them to build their confidence back. They beat the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, you know they can start getting you know a, a better feeling. Oh, oh, better and yes, that and you're at Tyler a very apt point because if you do get this win against the Cardinals that is 100% the type, the pedigree co- opponent to get your help to get your mojo mm-hmm. back 100% uh Josina we're going to get into my favorite my favorite segment of the podcast because look what happened Tyler look what happened somebody somebody else is is chasing down you in the standing did you see me i got my Hussein Bolt on Josina I tied up Tyler in the picks. I tied Usain, up Tyler. Usain. I got my Usain Bolt <laughs> on, Tyler. See, my favorite I, portion I, of the of the podcast is here again. We're going to make some more picks. And Tyler, you had the lead and you coughed it up, my friend. You coughed it up. Uh, yeah, let's I hear your excuses. Arizona Cardinals moment. Oh, yes, you my did. my own press clippings and, you know, I was feeling myself. <laughs> I had a great record, yes, and then did. I stumbled. But that's okay because you know I'm a athlete too, and I got it between the ears. Oh. I'm gonna regroup. I'm gonna kick back, and I'm gonna focus. Mm. And I'm gonna mm. rebound from this. I'm gonna rebound from the, the these last two weeks. It hasn't Tyler, been a good much... two weeks for my picks, but mm-hmm. it has back. not at all. It's been a I'll great be two weeks for me. It's been a great two weeks for me. How much research have you done in these picks coming up, Tyler? Don't worry about it. Oh, don't Ooh. worry about it. Just we got some make your picks. I, I, I got this. I Tyler told you I'm about to rebound. Tyler, Tyler poked his chest out. Back. He's ready to box out. He got his groove back. Oh, wow. I don't know. He lost it, Tyler. Like the Arizona Cardinals lost his groove. All right, Josina, let's run this down. Let's let's wrap this up today. All right. So the number one game that we are talking about first, Chiefs at the Bengals. Chiefs are 11 and four. Bengals nine and six. Gentlemen, what are we talking about with this game? This is actually, I think, a a really, really big game. Yeah, Tyler, we we mentioned earlier about the the Cardinals-Cowboys game. I think Chiefs-Bengals might be the game of the week. You saw how Cincinnati just completely ran through Baltimore. Uh, Joe Burrow, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins. Um, these boys balled out 500 yards of offense, four touchdowns between them against the Ravens. But they're not going to do that against the Chiefs, Tyler. Um, I'm going to stick with your guns. I'm going to make your pick with you here. I'm going to pick the Chiefs over the Bengals here. Um, I like Patrick Mahomes. I think Travis Kelsey comes back off the COVID list. And uh, Tyreek Hill and, and a bunch of other those other guys are still going to be able to beat the Bengals. I, I got Kansas City in this one. You know, I am really happy for the Bengals right now. I, I used to cover them. And the previous two years, they won six combined games. <laughs> they already have nine wins mm-hmm. this season. So they mm-hmm. have really turned things around. Don't They're tell them you picked well. against them last week. Don't tell yeah. them you picked against them last week. I, I did. I didn't know the Ravens uh, are going to be no faith in the Bengals. by COVID. They've been decimated by injuries. But anyways, the Bengals, they, they've had a really good season. Joe Burrow, franchise record, 525 passing yards and a career high last week against those Ravens. They're playing really good football. They might squeak into the playoffs, but, you know, are you, we'll see. Are you we'll going see. to? Are you I'm going to pick the Chiefs again. The Chiefs are on an eight-game winning streak. Eight-game winning streak, longest in the NFL. Producer Emily just cued my sound. I got the Kansas City Chiefs to extend their winning streak to nine games. They defeat the Bengals at Paul Brown Stadium. Hmm. And you said that this is, Asafi, do you believe that this is the game of the week? I think that's going to be the game of the week, Chiefs I, I, I think it is. I think it is, Outside too. of the Arizona yeah, Cardinals-Cowboys and also – Rams Ravens, yes, yes. We, yes. we don't know if Lamar's gonna play yet. 
Huh? We don't know if Lamar's going to play yet. This is two star-studded teams here. The, the, the Bengals offense really turned a corner, and uh, they're going up against the um, the pacemaker among NFL quarterbacks. So you, which one? You, so if Lamar plays, uh, which one is which one? Is, so if Lamar plays, is do you still agree with that? Yeah. The Ravens, <laughs> they have. I mean, half their team is on injury reserve. <laughs> <laughs> then, they, then some other key yeah. players are. I'm in the just saying, but yeah, Lamar is box year. office in and of himself. He's so. box office, but he can't go out there by himself. He can't go out there by himself, but he is the box office. He and just, then he, who are their cornerbacks? Mm. They just lost Anthony Averitt. Like <laughs> you know what? I just I just spent most of last night watching like four episodes of Judge Judy because I that's how much I like when she breaks people down. And one thing one thing she would say is that you didn't answer you didn't answer what I'm just saying. Regardless of whether the cornerbacks and the situation is Lamar Jackson in and of himself is box office. That, that, that's change. fine, but <laughs> your when your defense gives up forty points, <laughs> well, some you, your point is correct. It just doesn't take away from what I'm saying. That's all. He's that's box all I'm office. He's gonna be box He's office. office. That's and, all. And, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that what you're saying is incorrect. <laughs> Huh? He's box office, but he's going to be box office and lose at home to the Rams. I, I, I see no lies detected about what you say and or what I'm saying. Okay. All right. So now we move on to the next game. Dolphins 7-7. Seven and seven. Now that now I have to give uh, – or, or are the Dolphins 7-7? Seven and seven? They're 8-7 and seven now. 8-7. 8-7. Seven. 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 Yeah, so this is not correct. Okay. So the Dolphins are now 8-7, and seven, so they're above 500. I have to give huge credit to the Miami Dolphins. For this huge, huge turnaround. Oh, say it louder, after, Justina. Say it after louder. After the, the trade deadline, electing, you know, to, well, you know, the, uh, Deshaun didn't meet the terms as far as whatever. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. sticking with Tua. And, and now they are officially uh, in the playoffs if the playoffs were to start today. So that is a, a huge feat for them. Going up against the Titans, who are also, you know, letting people know they're still hanging around despite the fact that they have lost Derrick Henry. You know, still getting it done at ten and five. What do you think about this game? Stop it! You better pick the Dolphins. That's all I'll say. What you mean? I better pick the Dolphins. Of course, I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Good. Of course, I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Come on, guys! Look, the first team in the NFL history to lose seven games, then go on a seven-game win streak in the same season. I'm not sure how proud the Dolphins should be on that, but uh, nonetheless, it's it's something that they've done. I mean, look, seven games ago, nobody really could imagine Dolphins being in this position. I certainly did not. And uh, look, the Titans are definitely trucking along without Derrick Henry. Got a big win over the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday Night Football. They'll be a little bit more rested, um, you know, this week coming up. But uh, Ryan Tannehill going up against his former team, and uh, I don't know if you guys seen this Dolphins defense last night. We talked about how Air, Ian, Ian, Ian Book got folded up and, and put back on the shelf in the library by the Dolphins defense with ASACs, a bunch of other hits. I think this Dolphins defense and one touchdown, one touchdown, it all it might take from Tua to beat the Titans. I'm picking the Miami Dolphins. You see how Safed lights up when he talks about the Dolphins. It's so cute. No <laughs> but during during this Casey. Win- uh, during this you, you were the streak. same way about the Cardinals a couple weeks no, ago, no, Tyler. No, you really no, I were. I, I really wasn't. I have no team. <laughs> during this winning streak, they beat what the New York Jets twice. Yeah, they mm-hmm. beat the Giants. They yeah. beat the Texans. Yeah. I mean, the only, they beat the Ian Book. Saints. Yeah. The only quality win they have during this winning streak. Yeah. Is the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, come on. I, I agree. The only, on. Quality? Come, I agree. Come on. I agree. the only quality win. I, I mean, I, I can't. Lord. No. Wow. No. I am going, you got to beat the team in front pick, of you. I am going to pick the Titans. I like how they played uh, against the 49ers uh, last week. AJ Brown, he was dominant in that performance. Yeah. I think he carries it over against a Dolphins defense that's overrated, in my opinion. Overrated. And, and Ryan Tannehill, former team, he's going to be motivated. I got the Tennessee mm. Titans. They're battling for playoff position, too. They are, aren't. Uh, they could still be the number one seed in the AFC. That is still up for grabs. So they quick question, quick stuff. question. Over you, your Chiefs? Tyler, Tyler, you live on the West Coast? Don't don't tell the people. Yes, he does. I, yes, he does, I, Justino. I don't know. I have plenty yes, of Yes, he does. I live on the West okay. Coast. The East okay. Coast. How, the how long? How long have you been West Coast bound? Like, like in terms I am of from your, the West Coast. From the West Coast, mm-hmm. but you did you did some time over on the East Coast. Yes. 
Okay, but you're from the West Coast. And then Safa, you from the East Coast? No, no from the East Coast, South. yes. New York and Miami. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I got no problem claiming it. Or do we need a geography lesson? I'm sorry? I got no problem saying people where I'm at. They know where I'm at. They can come see me if they need to see me. What's up? What were you asking, Josie? I got multiple addresses, Safa. Okay, all right. But what my, I just wanted to say is that I can, I can really... I, I can just really tell that you're from the West Coast and you're from the East Coast. That's all. By the way that y'all talk. I was just thinking about that because of the way that y'all talk. Safi got the East Coast talk and you talk and you talk like you're from the West Coast. But anyways, moving on to the next game. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Eight and seven Raiders who are still in it and won their last two with their head coach, uh, interim Rich Basaccia, who I'm hearing that the players still have a very strong affinity, you know, towards as we try to figure out what is going on with these uh, uh, coaching interviews that we are, you know, keeping monitoring on potentially. And the nine and six Colts, who the Colts have just been, you know, coming back, doing their thing, getting into this uh, groove. Although I did have a very interesting conversation with Stephen Holder, who covers the Colts for the Athletic. My you know man. about about are we really are we what are we really seeing about Carson Wentz and how much of this is Jonathan Taylor? So when you ask when you ask Carson Wentz to really have to be the one to throw it a lot, what are we going to see? This is a conversation I just had with Bill Sources yesterday about what they were seeing with Mac Jones. That's another conversation. But I'm curious what y'all think about uh, the longevity and the sustainability of what we're seeing from the Colts. Look, if it don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. All right, mm. this is the recipe for success. Everybody knows what it is. And if you could stop Jonathan Taylor, uh, good luck trying to do so. The, the Patriots couldn't do it. A bunch of the Cardinals couldn't do it. Uh, the Bills couldn't do it earlier this year. A bunch of other teams have a problem slapping Jonathan Taylor. Um, and if that, that's the coach recipe for success, by all means, they should continue running with it. Um, you don't need Carson Wentz to do too much when you have that, um, when you have Taylor running running how he has been running this year. Um, I'm going to take the Colts over the Raiders this week, Tyler. I, uh, You know, the Raiders got a good win over the Browns. They've won two in a row. Like Josina mentioned, they've turned the corner with their interim coach, but um, I don't think they're, they're going to stop this, this, uh, this Colts offense. You're right. The Colts blew. <laughs> I mean, thank this you, is thank obvious. you, Tyler. The, the, the you should say that more Raiders, often, Tyler. The Las Vegas Raiders—they're—they're they're an okay football team, but they're going to be on the outside looking in in the playoffs once it's all said and done. And the Colts, their recipe for success—you're right. That's why I said it's Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he's running. He's wreaking havoc. He's having an excellent season. He should be the front runner for MVP right now. I know all this talk about Aaron Rodgers. I know all this talk about Tom Brady. But what Jonathan Taylor is doing at running back, rushing for over a thousand yards already, running for a hundred. So if Derrick Henry was still in the league, would you say that? It depends. Because then no, I would say the same thing for Derrick Henry. I running backs deserve more love. Now Derrick mm-hmm. Henry, he was almost four hundred yards ahead of Jonathan Taylor um when his week eight injury happened. So I mm-hmm. would be saying yes. I'll be saying the same thing about Derrick Henry, and especially if the Titans were in the same position as they are now. But Jonathan Taylor, he's taking over the uh, rushing crown right now, leads the league in rushing. I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to stop him. I think the Colts are going to win out. I believe they play the Jacksonville Jaguars in week 18, so that's a cupcake game. I got the Colts winning this game. Not the cupcake. Cupcake game. (laughs) Cupcake game. (laughs) Okay. And you know what happens when you call something a cupcake, then come back around and um, toss that dessert right up in your face. Well, it's not, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to be face. the Cardinals losing to the Detroit Lions. I know. Now, I don't know. Okay. So, all right. So, y'all pick y'all picks. So we're moving on to the next Cardinals ten and five. What you guys say, or one of y'all said, was the game of the the week, or I don't know. No, you were uh, saying it was the game of the week. Cowboys eleven and four. <laughs> I was talking about uh, the Rams and the Ravens. I, I do think that this is part of it too. But uh, who's going to win this game? Hard one. Tyler, I'm going to let you go first. Mm. Oh, Lord. A deep sigh. About a month ago, I oh, would be We know what team you were going to pick. I would be confident that the Cardinals would win this game. Kyler Murray was in the MVP discussion. Mm-hmm. Cliff Kingsbury was in the Coach of the Year discussion. Bill Belichick called him Coach of the Year. Man, how things have changed. <laughs> Belichick put that curse on them, man. Lost five of eight games. And the Cowboys, 
as I mentioned before, they put up, what, 56 points against the Washington football team, the most Mm -hmm. points scored since 1980. They're playing excellent football, turning the ball over away. Micah Parsons in discussion not only for Defensive Rookie of the Year, but uh, NFL uh, Defensive uh, Player of the Year as well. I have the Dallas Cowboys winning this game at home against a Cardinals team that's reeling right now. And I think the Cardinals are going to go on a four-game losing streak before probably winning at home against the Seattle Seahawks next week. And 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 here's the interesting thing is because we talked about the Cardinals being able to maybe this is a perfect type of opponent, the perfect mm-hmm. pedigree opponent to really regather yourself. But then what's the flip side of that? If now you lose again, <laughs> you know, uh, and it's your fourth straight loss on top of a measuring stick type of game. What is your mental, you know, psyche with that? It's so it's so fragile. We saw Sam Darnold, a team, a, a, a quarterback, a player who did not recover mm-hmm. after he started off three and zero, then proceeded to play the Dallas Cowboys next, who sacked him five times and had did not recover from that game. <laughs> yeah, Josina, the Cardinals are going to have a rough, rough road game, um, you know, in the playoffs because they in, they made the playoffs already. Um, but they're going to lose home home field advantage if they keep going the way they're going here. Um, Tyler, you also mentioned you mentioned Michael Parsons. I'll mention Trevon Diggs uh, leading the league in interceptions. He yep, could also now. play the, uh, win Defensive Player of the Year. And then when you look at the Cowboys' offense, you got Zeke, you got Tony Pollard, you got Ceedee Lamb, yep, Amari Cooper, mm. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Dak Prescott. I mean, they might have the best offense in the league when you put all those guys together. I'm taking the Cowboys. Over the Cardinals as well. And, and then you, you say the Cardinals, you know, they might, they'll probably go on the road. They probably want to go on the road. Four of their five losses have been at home. They, <laughs> so they, I don't <laughs> even think they like their, uh, their nice Glendale stadium. They like that, they like that new play they get to ride it's, in. It's hosted the Super Bowl. It's going to host the Super Bowl next year. Maybe they don't like playing there. They've lost four of their five games though. Well, and this is how sometimes you ask a discerning question about the postseason. If I ask you, which quarterback do you trust in the most in the postseason? And see, and that's how you start making your picks <laughs> when the postseason starts. If uh, if there was most? a healthy DeAndre Hopkins, I would trust Kyler Murray more. That's part of the trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. part of the trust. Part, that's part of the trust. <laughs> so all of those things factor. Because and and also and also you know if the <laughs> the the time of possession that all of those things you know three and outs defensive rest the that's, ki- that's the part kiss of the, of trust. De- the kiss of death from but Bill the Belichick. Cowboys they have the same thing the Cowboys in the postseason they're an accident waiting to happen the Cowboys are always going to do something catastrophic to hurt themselves so you want you want to change your pick postseason. Tyler you want to no, change no, your pick because it's not the postseason. <laughs> Look at Emily's left eyebrow went up. Just making sure. We got one more pick, guys. One more pick, and let's wrap this up. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, because I got got to go through. Okay, so the Browns are seven and eight, still able to hang on by a thread Uh on the chinny chin chin. Mm -hmm. Going up against the Steelers, seven, seven, and one. Who people keep watching the Steelers, talking about? I I don't know what's going on with Ben Roethlisberger and all this other stuff, but they still are seven, seven, and one. So who do y'all have in this game? Look, Steelers soft it. Yeah, I, I am. I'm picking the Steelers, Tyler, because we heard you talk about the Browns going to come back and win the a- AFC North. I don't know what you took. I don't know what was in your Wheaties this morning. That's probably the craziest thing you probably ever said. Look, the Steelers, they ran into a buzzsaw in Kansas City last week. Uh, they won the week before that, I believe, or I don't know. They've been flip-flopping wins and losses back and forth. But I like them at home. I like their defense against Baker Mayfield. And I like uh, Deontay Johnson and, and Cl- Chase Claypool over the Browns receivers as well. I'm going to take Big Ben. I'm going to take the Steelers and that steel curtain against the Browns this week, Tyler. I, I like your pick, Soffit, uh, only because I'm going to go two games uh, um, above you this um, after this week. <laughs> I can't and wait to hear that. It's going to be great. It's going to be great because I am picking the Cleveland Browns. I don't care if it's at Heinz Field. I don't care where it's at because the Steelers, they're done. They're done. <laughs> they are done. Did you not see that game against the Kansas City Chiefs? They looked awful. They looked yeah. worse yeah. than the Saints did yeah. against your Dolphins. The, the, the Browns, Steelers. The Browns are the, not the Chiefs. Their offensive line, they they have been playing awful this season. Ben Roethlisberger is playing bad. Their defense has been inconsistent. 
They're Tell us how you really feel. Chase Claypool doesn't know the game situation. You telling how you really feel? Celebrating when the time is <laughs> running out. Like, come on, Steelers. Like, no. The Browns, yeah. they're still playing for something. If they win out, the they can still Baker win Mayfield? the AFC. Me, you well, putting your picks, you putting your picks I, on Baker Mayfield? Pick, uh, I'm putting my faith in the Browns, not just because Baker Mayfield, who I don't have a lot of faith in at all, but they have Nick Chubb in the backfield. Mm. We talked yeah. about Jonathan Taylor, but Nick Chubb is having yeah. a really good season as well. And defense, Miles mm-hmm. Garrett, he's arguably the best pass rusher in the NFL. Denzel mm-hmm. Ward is playing well. Yeah, they, I got Tyler. Tyler, 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 Tyler. Some of these like real strong with your chest comments that you make on the podcast. Do, do, do you do you tweet these chest these chest comments? Do you tweet these? No, I barely even tweet. Like, what do you mean? I mean, I, 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 I can say this out on because I was saying, you know, you you have some very you know awful, you know, you have some very strong words that you. I just wonder if you ever awful. Tweet. awful. Yeah, yeah. Strong sometimes words. you say, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you say, yeah. Sometimes you, you say. This team is awful. And, I mean, they, I, I mean, they are. Ever, Did you tweet? not see their game? So their performance. That's not with the question. It's not. I'm gonna do a judge. I do tweet it. I do tweet it sometimes. There you go. There you go. See this one. In my columns, I definitely say it. In all my columns, they are. Those words are definitely in my columns. So keep keep it locked on USA Today Sports Plus. Read our columns because you will definitely. Hear and see those words in the columns. <laughs> and thank you for listening to another edition of It's a Football Podcast, where Tyler Tyler says everything with his chest. We save it all here for you guys each and every week. Thank oh God, you so it. much for listening. Yeah, use this as an opportunity to get your pecs in the last part of the podcast. Bye. <laughs>